0: From the former convent of the Good Shepherd overlooking Inwood Hill Park in New York City, welcome to Inwood Artworks On Air. It's where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, and artists of all stripes that make their home in what we affectionately call Upstate Manhattan. I'm your host, Aaron Sims, and we are celebrating 100 episodes of Inwood Artworks On Air podcast. We ruminated on what big to-do could we make of this to bring you something special? Celebrity guest? No. Uh, A panel of 100 artists, perhaps? Uh, No, that's a lot of microphones, and we don't have the budget, I'm afraid. Uh, So we concluded that there is nothing more significant than to celebrate the podcast itself. Uh, On Air has a duality to it. It's special in that it's the only podcast that specifically features artists that reside in the Northern Manhattan community. Um, But also, it has great value as a function of a document of historic record. Uh, It preserves the stories and personalities that are vital to the cultural canvas of our artistic landscape here in Northern Manhattan. Um, Therefore... For This episode 101, um, we dedicate it to our multicultural neighborhood here in northern Manhattan. Uh, consider this a state-of-the-arts address, loosely, <laughs> if you will. Um, we're going to talk about kind of what has happened in the cultural arts since we started this podcast, uh, where we are now, and maybe what might be coming next. Um, it's a good time to take stock sometimes, uh, so, but let's start at the beginning of the podcast as well. Um, couldn't do it without my trusty right-hand technical director, Ken Coglin, right over here. Hello. I, our first episodes, uh, a batch of four, dropped on June 20th, 2020. And here we are on July 17th, uh, 2022, pretty close to that, almost two years later and 100 episodes later. Uh, Believe it or not, this podcast was in the ideation stage for years, Uh, going back to, I think, the very first Inwood Film Festival in 2016. We had the idea of doing these profiles, kind of like a Humans uh, of New York, but... The artists of Inwood, kind of idea behind it, uh, portraits, but more than a more than just a taste. We wanted to kind of flesh it out more, so you actually got to know their work and um, and hopefully turn them on, turn you on to their work, uh, and give them a nice showcase and promote and promotion of their vocations. Um, so it took until December of 2019 for the pieces to kind of fall together into place to begin production. Which led to our very first recording session on February 23rd, 2020. (laughs) Things were still kind of okay, but to put it lightly, a lot has happened in northern Manhattan and beyond in the world since that time, right? Uh, So um, we felt fortunate that we fortuitously began this podcast at a time when the community and the city at large had an unexpected void to fill in its cultural arts programming. uh, cause the, as the first episodes dropped in that June, um, you know, it took on an unintended new role and providing a safe way to safely promote our shut down and stifled local artists and also engage our cultural community at large. Uh, and I'm proud to say we continue to do that. Um, cause we're not out of it yet folks, as we all kind of know, um, If by chance this is your first episode listening to us uh, or finding us uh, on air, what we do is that this podcast showcases film, stage, music, visual artists, and writers from Inwood and neighboring communities. It's the only podcast champion artists who reside up here in uh, the Northern Manhattan area. Uh, It consists of two featured segments, Artist Spotlight and Live and Local. In Artist Spotlight segments, we tell the stories of Inwood artists and creators recorded at beloved local haunts in the community. And in Live and Local segments, we interview uptown musicians and provide an intimate platform for them to feature a live showcase of their work. Ken, where are all the venues we've been to? Well, we started in, uh,
1: at York Theater. The yep. previous York Theater. Yeah. Not the current one. No. Nope. Uh, we've been here at the convent. Uh we were next door at the auditorium. Uh, we were down, uh, uh, I don't recall the name of the church. Our Savior's Atonement. We've been down there several times. Um, there was also a, uh, um, another name I forgot, uh, also down in the same area. Where we had where we had the piano.
0: Oh, the Hudson View Gardens. Hudson space. View Gardens,
1: uh, and eight hundred nine restaurant. Eight
0: oh nine. eight hundred nine. Um, uh,
1: were we any place else?
0: We did Amores, Amore's cafe yes. and juice bar for yes. a, a a recording session, and yeah, that was one of the early ones after COVID hit. Yes, after COVID hit, and um, in, in, in Indian Road Cafe, did, yes. uh, in its last last days of Indian Road Cafe, um. And it was interesting that we could you know, ask, how could you do all these places? But, so we, we recorded predominantly during COVID. Um, people, uh, we had the whole place to ourselves. Yes. Uh, which was great for safety purposes. Uh, and also everyone felt safe. And, and <laughs> a lot of people were available, more than they were are so now to be on the podcast. Uh, we could pretty much make a phone call and get anybody on it. Uh, now, not so much. It's a lot more difficult to book people at times, but that's also a great thing. And we we want people to go out there and work and, uh, and, and keep making more, um, more work. But uh, yeah, great stand at eight Oh nine for sure. And, um, if you, by chance, are a local business and uh would like for us to bring the podcast to you, that's part of the fun recording it on location here in the neighborhood uh and uh and becomes a character in our podcast in many ways and influences the uh the the, the ideas behind the work here um but uh yeah, so we started off doing um twenty four episodes in our first season, I believe. Uh, and then we ramped it up to 48 uh, in our second season, which is a calendar year, by the way. Uh, and then this year, we're you know we're already on our road to 48 this year. Um, what's going to happen next year? I don't know. Maybe we'll go back to, it to 24. It really depends on um, on essentially the resources. I think in many ways, uh, but there's definitely not a lack of incredibly talented people here in the neighborhood. Uh, any particular uh, favorites of yours come to mind, or we'll say favorites. We'll just say memorable episodes come to mind. Ken.
1: Uh, Adam, Adam was memorable. Which Adam? Um, A T O M.
0: Oh, Adam Fellows.
1: He was. He was definitely memorable.
0: Absolutely. Who has his own um, uh, Anarchy uh, Funhouse? You should go check it out. It's a it's a YouTube series. Uh, Rich Shamaria. Absolutely. Um, Local jazz great here in the neighborhood and composer,
1: uh, Hot Hotglue and the Gun,
0: Hotglue and the Gun. Yeah, Joel. We, we and did Carrie. them over
1: at uh, eight oh nine. Sure. Um,
0: which we did a world premiere of their piece, I believe. One of their songs. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, it it, it it's hard to say because there have been so many so far. <laughs> well, there's been a hundred. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So and those are all great answers, including your last one. It's hard uh, to to put a finger on a few of them, um, but they're all memorable in their own right for sure. Um, but uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. Um, but and some, some some people ask me too, Aaron. Well, I've never been asked to be on on air. I'm like, well, why? what i ask you <laughs> but no seriously in all seriousness though um if artists are interested in get us getting to know their work obviously we can't talk to you if we don't know you so if you are interested in getting for us to know you and you're interested in you know perhaps uh showcasing your work here uh feel free to reach out to us at submissions at nyc. Uh, and you know, send us your, send us your CV and, uh, introduce yourself and who knows, maybe we'll get to know your work and collaborate with you in the neighborhood. We're all about supporting local people as you can kind of tell. Um, and, uh, so we started doing, uh, episodes. We did two a month and then we started doing, um, four times a month. Uh, and there where can we get our podcast? They're available everywhere. If you didn't know, you can get our podcasts on Apple Music, on iHeartRadio, on Amazon Music. Um, the list goes on and on. Spotify uh, and Blueberry, which is another hosting platform. So uh, we encourage you to listen on those platforms and share them. And the video version of the podcast, um, which is something we started from the get-go doing. Um, we had, we had a lot of talks about should we do um, something just audio. But people consume information very differently. And, uh, you know, we've grown. And now we're a, a three-camera setup <laughs> in many ways on our limited budget. Uh, but we do pretty good considering. And uh, so we have a video version of documenting our podcast, which also goes up on our YouTube channel, which has a very great following. Uh, so that's accessible on our IEW YouTube channel, uh, please subscribe and uh, we'd love to have you there. And you can check out more content from us too, including short films and other documentaries. Well, I think um, I was
1: also informed by the first ones we did. Yeah. Because the first ones we did were all performers. Yeah. Um, uh, We did Kevin,
0: um, Double Entente Music Ensemble, Double Entom. Samantha Echo. Yeah. yeah,
1: And there was uh, another keyboard. Jamie Reynolds is his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially people like Samantha Echo. Samantha Echo is very much a visual act, uh, aside from her singing and guitar playing. She's very much a visual act. Yes. So
0: it it made sense right. to do cameras. Right, and so we kind of carried that over to the entire podcast, which I think, again, has served us pretty well. Yes. And now you know what us look like. And now you know what Ken looks like. You haven't seen Ken until this episode. That's probably the big reveal. Um, So what have we done in the past two years? Well, uh, I said 100 episodes um, with a following over 10,000 and on air has had an impact on our local community. 60% of of the pie, if you cut it up, 60% of the pie is uh, our local listenership. But guess what? 30% Thirty percent is national. Uh, we have listeners in Chicago, in Virginia, in Ohio, in California, in Arizona. Um, it's wonderful to have um, a followings there, and also international. Ten uh, percent of our listenership is international. So thank you again for supporting and uh, and taking interest in this amazing, talented community uh, in Inwood. Uh, we appreciate the connectivity to our programming, um, and that's and that's kind of the neat thing about it, right? We had another venue, the Back Porch. We did. We actually, during COVID, um, thanks for bringing that up, uh, Kirsten we, we did and opera back Keith Chambers, we wanted to do two. We wanted to do Lori and Mary um, opera-wise, but the weather got inclement really yes. fast, and we couldn't. Uh, and there, <laughs> So if you ever produced outside, you know what I'm talking about. And we didn't want to uh, put them through uh, pretty Pretty bad conditions to sing, or my um, equipment, or anybody's equipment for that matter. <laughs> they thought we're like. I remember like Mary yelling at me in the alleyways. She's like, "You just want to save your equipment." I'm like, "Do you really want to sing on this stuff?" <laughs> I was like, "It's pretty nasty out here." Um, but uh, but no. But Keith and Kirsten did a great job, and Gordon Ostrowski joined yes. us for many times, and of course Jonathan Bell. Jonathan Bell, um, and uh, we'll talk about him in a second too. But uh, uh, and actually, it's a good segue with Jonathan because. Um, you know, that's that's the kind of what we've done the past two years with the, with the podcast itself. And Gary was there too, and Gary, well, Gary Hardcastle was there from the beginning with um, the script supervisorship, did a fantastic job. Um, and uh, and we've had many different video editors Austin Shagorowski um, we had Becky Lowley, of course, Jonathan Ullman, who's on the on on board now. Um, you know it's been a great team of people working on this throughout um so definitely they all need mentions for sure Jonathan Bell did the instrument um yeah the in- instrumental music on the podcast uh underlying music if yes. you will um it's credited Alfonso Rodriguez did camera work for us early on he's up now in Connecticut but very much part of the community still um but moving up, moving past the podcast and looking more outward towards the community what's happened over the two years um you know it's it's really interesting to kind of like the you know, kind of state of the arts of you know state of the arts where we are here in the neighborhood um what's happened you know what's happened over the past two years is interesting to talk about and document um we've uh lost a few artists to covid uh, unfortunately um two i'll just bring up because i had a personal relationship with them you had uh dennis driscoll who was a stand-up comic and also filmmaker um you had david fernando who is a wonderful visual artist uh he used to frequent our gallery space um you know and there's countless others we missed too so um those those a little tip of the hat of acknowledgement to those artists who are no longer with us um and all those artists who have uh took part of the great migration out of the neighborhood um and who have changed vocations and 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 are now leading different lives uh said jonathan bell is one of them he's our co-host for live and local for um the first two seasons he's now in iowa um and there's many others who have found uh we'll say greener pastures if you will um moving forward um and uh speaking of greener pastures um you know all activity was shut down. There was nothing in the parks we could do. We could we had shut down our alfresco series for 2020. Um, but guess what? It's back now for 2021, 2022 down at the Hudson on Dykeman Street. And technically it's Dykeman Marina in Inwood Hill Park. Um, you know, a lot of people have, you know, it's nice to see the parks department starting start encouraging more um in-person events out there in smaller groups but no big things out there yet but they did do drums across the hudson this year so that's a good sign of things to come um united palace had some changes uh the dance project washington heights moved out and noma moved in uh happy to say that um you know no dance project also found a new place down around fort washington in the 170s era for heather godfrey we had her on um earlier uh, i think in the winter, didn't we? It's hard to believe. they yes. all they all kind of blend together. Um Yeah, she
1: was she was on in the winter. We, we I think we interviewed her over at 809. Oh, we did. Hanneman. Hanneman was another uh All right, Hanneman ben, Health Club ben, too.
0: And now it's changed uh to Inwood Move I think it's called Inwood Movement now. I think they've changed their name. Um but yeah, Hanneman was a great time too. Um so, uh, with NOMA at the United palace, uh, they started, uh, which makes sense with the Louis Miranda alignment. Oh, he's the chairman of NOMA if you didn't know. And, um, of course the relationship with the United palace is very strong. So that made perfect sense for them. And, uh, happy to see the art strolls back this year after being dormant forever. Um, and, uh. You know, uh, we also with the Lament, uh, we had Chris Whitaker on our program uh, at the Hudson View Garden Space. And just recently, um, we learned of the folding of the Washington Heights Chamber Orchestra, which he led. And um, so the neighborhood's definitely going to miss that uh, loss in the community. Um, but uh, we also celebrate some great re- resurgences too, like the anthropologist, Melissa Mushudo has come back strong this past year. A theater company got to... Um, do their barn play, uh, finally, in a different space at Fort Washington Collegiate Church, actually, ironically enough, from where the Washington Chamber Orchestra resides most of the time. Um, Pied Piper got to do their their plays uh, indoors for the first time after being itinerant and doing films outside. Joe and Leslie Burby, we talked about that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different groups. People's Theater Project, we spoke to Zaffy, uh about, um, Ed Hademan, actually, about about their work, and um, you know the big news for them uh, with uh, uh, the um, rezoning—that was actually you know folding news into itself. Um, An immigrant research and cultural arts center was um, was awarded to the People's Theater Project as part of the rezoning deal, and um, which makes great sense because they're the only arts program with a mission for immigrant uh, uh, arts. Uh, And so, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens with all of that. And uh, it should be built in the coming years. And uh, the great irony is what the rezoning is, and it has nothing to do with the cultural arts center, is that, you know, um, many immigrants will likely be displaced um because of the rezoning and uh there could be a reduction in in that in our neighborhood um so uh you know doesn't in, is Inwood you know what's going to look like in a couple more years where it's anybody's guess uh but but uh only time will tell what's going to happen but it'll be interesting to see how this uh gentrification helps and hurt, perhaps hurts the neighborhood but uh Hey, hey, it's New York City. Uh, the only thing constant is change and um, what's the most uh, popular form of transportation in New York City can? MTA no baby. it's the elevator. <laughs> it's going up because the buildings are going up baby uh, but you're right but the true. is MTA though and that's going to be the main thing too is like they're going to bring 40,000 they're trying to bring 40,000 people to this neighborhood which I think could be really great for arts organizations and cultural organizations here hopefully people who are looking to go out and having a good time and we Ho- want to hopefully the trains run more frequently well that's the question right will we have the infrastructure to support 40,000 more people will we have another props? precinct police precinct to help police them will we have more like the trains are already crowded as they are or what's going to happen are they all going to take the Metro North overall and cross the University Heights Bridge and then go walk down uh, to Grand Central and work or they heading up to White Plains Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this is all going to play out and how the density in the neighborhood um, is going to affect the cultural arts um, in our in our community Um, the cool thing about Now, though, um, I'll say now and moving forward, there's more artist grants out there. Of course, Inwood Artworks has our Inwood Filmmaker Fund grants, our Film Festival Filmmaker Fund, uh, that we've given out four years in a row to local filmmakers. So um, they're grants up to $5,000. And uh, I think that, you know, the plight of local artists not having insurance coverage not having and uh, losing their jobs all the independent countries losing their jobs over the past two years um there was a lot of outpouring of support in the community so really great that you know niska and um knife has a dance grant for individuals uh noma started giving out individual artist grants again after not doing it for like 10 years or so i think that's great um, oh, we so just,
1: we just joined with Julia to put on the, uh, the dance piece. Correct. 12 miles uptown.
0: Correct. We did 12 miles uptown and that was a Umez, uh, dance, um, grantee for that. It was great. Um, but I will say this, lack of space continues to be the harbinger of, uh, <laughs> I'll say the harbinger of sorrow, or we, as we say, as producers, the pain in our butts, uh, because we got to find places to do things. And, uh, What's been wonderful, why Ken has been chiming in with different places, is that we've successfully used the neighborhood as a canvas to, um, and p- with these wonderful partnerships, to put together this podcast for you, plus our other programs. Our right? when Film Festival, we partner with Columbia University, our Film Arts Fresco program, partnering with the Parks Pro- Parks Department and um, the Hudson. Down but there,
1: but none of these places would be available to us without the hard work of mr aaron sims right there well thank you very much uh visits all these places who who talks to the people uh who helps promote the
0: neighborhood i appreciate that but it's called Inwood Artworks, not Aaron Sims Presents. That's for sure. So it's about the community. It's about what we're trying to do and move things forward here. Um, and I, th- I, I will say this. If you Again, if you want to partner with us to help bring more arts and culture to the community, you want to sponsor a program, you want to brainstorm about what we could possibly do to make things happen and better our cultural anthrop- anthropological landscape here in the neighborhood, we're all about it. Um, so that's the main, that's the main thing. Um, uh, uh,
1: just interjecting here. Uh, you mentioned, uh, those who were, uh, some of those who had passed, but we also had some
0: good news. Uh,
1: some of the people that we've interviewed. Absolutely. Have had children.
0: Yes. True. Any come to mind? Jimena. Yes. Jimena Sadago just had a, a child this past year. Yes. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So, they're good things that happen in life. And um, I think it's great too. Um, We're talking to um, an artist here, and what we'd like to do at some point is uh, do a gallery, once we get a gallery back here, do an on-air exhibition where, take a portrait of either the artist or the group, put it up there with, um, a QR code, to their podcast. Uh, and so it could be more of an interactive exhibition at some point. So that's something we would like to do at some point in the, in the near future. Um, but the main thing is, uh, you know, it's important to ask, take stock and ask the hard questions about moving forward. And if a program is having an impact and if it's relevant, uh, is it adding anything, any value to the world neighborhood, uh, or is it just adding more clutter? And more <laughs> distractive noise to the world. Um, I don't have that answer because I'm the one putting it together. It is my hope that we are making a positive impact in promoting these this this great, I'll say, cornucopia <laughs> of artistry here in the neighborhood. Um, but I I I
1: think uh, the viewership helps answer that question. Yeah.
0: Yeah but the, num- no, 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 the numbers the, are nice the
1: the numbers locally uh nationally and internationally
0: yeah but we do welcome your feedback and you can email the submissions email if you like to um that uh we happily welcome all constructive criticism uh outside of you <laughs> suck but um and, well, if
1: we suck, and, and honestly, and all,
0: or, or, or you're great, we don't need to hear either. Honestly, those aren't really constructive. And Well, they are, but they're they're they're, they're instructive in a way. Well, but, they're not, ex, but they're not. But they're expand on it. Yeah, if, like, if you're going to say something, yeah, like that, say something. Make it a make make it worth make it worth your time to write the email. Um, But uh, that really is the case that we welcome. You know, we're 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 still very much learning. Um, I didn't know how to make a podcast until we made a podcast and, uh, it's always, it was always, how would we make a podcast if we did it? And that's why it took a very long time. And this is what you got folks. Um, so we're very much, uh, open to it, but I do feel what you said, Ken does resonate in the sense of that, you know, the fact that people are listening, the fact that I never would expect the national numbers to be as loud as, as, you know, if you take that 10,000 number and you divide it up, that's pretty it's pretty great to hear that you know, three thousand people, you know, it's just rounding it out there. You know, take do the, do the the easy math. Sure. Three thousand people in, outside of the city are interested in what happens in Northern Manhattan. A thousand people are interested in what happens from the international community and what happens in Northern Manhattan. And I think um, at the very very least, what we're doing is with with the if it's like a sixty forty split then. Um, what's the people listening here and outside of here? It's like it's it seems that people do embrace it here and also um, That it's it's it, it has respect from people who are generally interested and in What makes artists tick we talk about process. I always feel there's, a, there's an educational component to it um, Perhaps something new uh, and, it, and it's, it's great to hear um, you know it doesn't have to be an incredibly established artist. Sometimes we get somebody just on the rise uh, and we're giving them a shot uh, because they have something really interesting about them to offer. And I think taking a chance on people is really important. So uh, again, um, we're looking forward to more feedback and also um, in which direction we should go. I mean, maybe two a month will be good. Maybe we'll do four a month. I don't know. But I will say this though, couldn't do without all the support of the amazing team here at Inwood Artworks. Um, but, uh, before we sign off, um, cause I don't wanna make it a, a prophetic, like, you know, <laughs> this is what's going to happen in the next 20 years and then, but it's not really easy to talk about that kind of stuff, particularly COVID has taught us to be very humble in what we can accomplish in the time we're accomplishing. But I will say this and what we're planning to accomplish is in what artworks in the community over this next year in 2020 and 2023. You can look for um, submissions to our Inwood Film Festival to open October first for our film festival in 2023. You can look towards another filmmaker fund grant cycle in the new year to support local filmmakers and put money in local artists' pockets. You can look towards another season of Filmworks Al Fresco, which is our again—it's the only free outdoor bilingual cinema series in New York City. We do it 12 to 13 times. <laughs> <laughs> In the summer, June through August, every week on Mondays, whether we will be at the Hudson on Dykeman Marina, or perhaps Gaelic Field again, um, or the Peninsula, or wherever, uh, it remains to see. It always seems like there's always a. Everyone has a strong opinion of where we should be, but us at times. Um, But we'll let you know when we get there, but we'll be around. And I will say this too. We're partnering with other organizations to bring movies out in the community. Uh, So if you would like for us to bring a free outdoor film to your part of the community, reach out to us and perhaps um, we could collaborate and put something together. Um, And then last but not least... um, we're gonna talk about a concert series, sorry, not last, second to last, but at least, we're gonna do keep doing concert series. We're gonna be adding community concerts to the fray. Um, they've gone really well. We're gonna do a holiday concert here at Good Shepherd uh, and look forward to more concerts in throughout our community. Uh, we're writing grants like crazy to try to, again, keep adding more support for our local musicians here in the neighborhood uh and last but not least i will say this we're still looking for a venue for more pop-up art galleries uh which are which have turned into many performing arts centers um you know we do it well you've been to our ones over at cliff nightclub at 202 and 10th uh that was 2018 i believe uh and then we had our gallery space at uh on Broadway uh, in the Stack Building, also in 2018 and 2019. Mm-hmm. So, um, COVID obviously put a cramp on 2020, 2021, and going to 2022. So, we're hopefully, um, again, we'll, we'll keep trying to find spaces where we can have galleries, which turn into many performing arts centers where we do workshops and we can have classes uh, and we can have celebrations. Um, perhaps some film, perhaps some live theater because uh, that's something in the very, very long future for Inwood Artworks. We would love to be able to present um, professional theater up here uh, and opera uh, for the community. And, and
1: live music of all different stripes.
0: And we've done it. Yeah. We've presented it uh, as part of our pre-shows. For those of you who don't know, we do live performances before our film of Fresco screenings and all over the rainbow. Different, different uh, if you're, if you're, we had... You Double
1: entonne, Calliope Brass, uh, uh Samantha Echo, uh Kevin Delaney, um Rich Shamaria, uh
0: But the or, flamenco. Uh, right. Harlem One Stop. Um we had uh tons of different artists that came out with Wonder Spark puppets actually. Yes. Um, you know, many different groups, dances, uh, Roomba Mena. Roomba Mena. Um, so just to name a few. And uh, we had Broadway Dance Center too, we, we it as well with the kids many years ago. So um, again, looking for partners too for outdoor performances would be fantastic. Uh, but uh, before we sign off, um, uh, it wouldn't be right without showcasing some real artistry here. Oh, I'm sorry, Uptown Guitars. Can't forget them. Well, yeah, Rick Molina, Asher, and uh, and, 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 Asher and 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 by the way, both had their own podcast too. Yes. And they both played together outdoors for Al Fresco for. It. Yes. Very cool. That was very cool. Um so leading towards that, um I'm going to we we need to feature like as a kind of like a, you know, leading up moment of you know what we tend to do more um so we do more live performances coming at you so i want to leave you with a performance that uh, was recorded here on air at the hudson view gardens um this this song was written and composed for our podcast uh this is rich shamaria's the new world <laughs> the kind of shows we want to put on and no doubt we will great stuff right Ken absolutely really good well again I want to thank Ken Coughlin I want to thank all our friends out there Jonathan Ullman uh everyone who's worked on Inwood Artworks On Air in the past two years and 100 episodes to get us here today um thank you for listening to this Celebration of Inwood Artworks on Air. It's where we meet the musicians, filmmakers, writers, theater makers, or artists of all stripes who make their home here in Upper Manhattan. If you have a moment, please show us some love right now by rating and reviewing this podcast on Apple podcasts. It really does help. Many thanks to our current host today, Church of Good Shepherd here in Inwood for hosting us, and to hidesights.com, uh Jeanine McAdams' wonderful local uptown promotional support. You can support On Air and all of our programming by making a tax free donation at inwoodartworks.nyc backslash donate. And by the way, you can also Venmo at Inwood Artworks. Be sure to follow us on social media at Inwood Artworks to keep up all that we do, including the Inwood Film Festival, Filmworks Fresco, pop art galleries, live performances, and so much more. Inwood Artworks On Air is proud to be supported in part by public funds from the New York State Department of Cultural Affairs in partnership with the City Council. From the top of Manhattan and the bottom of our hearts, Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Aaron Sims for Inwood Artworks on Air.